the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Bob Bernie Live. Looking at today's news through a biblical worldview. How how deep was, is the uh, hatred for Donald Trump? CNN has a fascinating article today. Today. The uh, headline, Michelle Obama opens up about her uncontrollable sobbing on day of Trump's inauguration. Yeah, we often talk about the unhinged left. Okay, Donald Trump was duly elected by the people of America. It drove the left crazy, absolutely insane. Hillary Clinton, to this day, says that the election was stolen. And she's a patriot for claiming that the election was stolen, when Donald Trump said exactly the same thing, he was a nut job, and he was a traitor trying to destroy America. Hmm. Yeah. Anyway, uh, evidently, uh, at the inauguration of Donald Trump and shortly after, Michelle Obama now admits she had a complete meltdown. A complete meltdown because the election didn't go her way. Who cares about the American people? Here's the story. Again, the headline, Michelle Obama opens up about her uncontrollable sobbing on the day of Trump's inauguration. Here it is, Dateline Washington, D.C., CNN. Michelle Obama broke down shortly after leaving then-President Donald Trump's inauguration. The former First Lady candidly shared in a new podcast as the emotions of leaving their family's home after eight years and resentment over Trump taking office overwhelmed her. Quote, When those doors shut... I cried for 30 minutes straight, uncontrollable sobbing, because that's how much we were holding it together for eight years. That's a direct quote. What? Let me, let me read that to you again. This is a direct quote. When those doors shut, I guess the limousine, when I, I don't know. Maybe the doors of the White House? I don't know. When those doors shut, I cried for 30 minutes straight, uncontrollable sobbing, because that's how much we were holding it together 
for eight years. Now, I'm not exactly sure what she means, but I think she means America. She and her husband held America together for eight years. They, the two of them, held America together for eight years, but now that they were leaving, the nation was going to fall apart, and she couldn't take it. Quote, The fresh revelation of Obama's experience came in a clip of her The Light podcast, which launched on Audible Tuesday. The podcast audio comes from the former First Lady's recent book tour for her third book, The Light We Carry, which reflects on how she's dealt with relationships, self-doubt, and anxiety during uncertain times. Uh, And then it captures conversations uh, with Oprah Winfrey, Tyler Perry, David Letterman, Conan O'Brien, etc. She says this, and again I'm quoting verbatim. After the inauguration, and we know whose inauguration we were at. Let me start that again. After the inauguration, and we know whose inauguration we were at, that day was so emotional on so many different reasons. We were leaving the home that we had been in for eight years, the only home our kids really knew. They remembered Chicago, but they had spent more time in the White House than anywhere else. So we were saying goodbye to the staff and all the people who helped to raise them. All the people who raised them. Michelle confirmed that she wasn't, quote, in a good mood. But she had to hold it together. There were tears. There was that emotion. But then to sit on that stage and watch the opposite of what we represented on display, there was no diversity. There was no color on that stage. There was no reflection of the broader sense of America. She also took a jab at her husband. Again, this is CNN writing this. She also took a jab at her husband's successor over his inauguration crowd size, a long-running point of contention for the Trump White House, which has falsely claimed the turnout was the largest ever. Quote, You take your last flight off, flying over the Capitol, where there weren't that many people there. We saw it, she said, which gained laughs from the audience. Um, In the years since leaving the White House, the former First Lady has revealed other tidbits about her mood that day in January of 2017, including that she, quote, stopped even trying to smile during Trump's inauguration. She was disgusted. She and her husband had held America together for eight years. 
And she had a vast staff to help her raise her children, and now that was all gone. And the man that the people of America elected would now be in charge, and she was upset. She was distraught. And by her own admission, I cried for 30 minutes straight, uncontrollable sobbing. Um, there is so much to glean from that about the Obamas, about the arrogance. We are the only ones that can help America. We can fix America. Now, hey, listen. Donald Trump's ego is the size of Alaska. You say Texas, but Alaska is bigger. Well, let's face it. Donald Trump's ego is enormous, but not any bigger than the Obamas. And I think especially Michelle. Um, I still think, I'm not issuing a prediction, but I still think that Michelle Obama may be the Democrat nominee for president for 2024. I still think that is a very real possibility. And if she is, she would be extremely difficult to defeat. Extremely difficult to defeat. And I do believe she has political aspirations, um, but we'll see. I think she would be the greatest threat of all of the possible Democrat candidates. Joe Biden is not going to run again. I will be incredibly surprised if he runs again. He might. But of all of the potential Democrat candidates... I think Michelle Obama would be the biggest threat to the Republicans. We'll see. The uh, next six months are going to be fascinating. Absolutely fascinating. All right. We're going to uh, take the final break of the hour, and we'll be back and wrap things up. Talk radio that makes a difference. Makes a difference. This is Bob Bernie Live. And welcome again to uh, Bob Bernie Live. Um, More and more parents are becoming involved in their child's education. There is uh, a small hope. I don't think it's great. Yeah, listen, I am an optimist. I'm not a pessimist, but I am a realist. 
I think there is a small amount of hope that public education could become public education again. Not a whole lot of hope, but I think there is some. Uh, Public education is such a misnomer. There's almost nothing public about public education except public funds. Yeah, the public gives the money. They have almost no control whatsoever. Uh, For the last many years, parents have no clue whatsoever. I mean, no clue whatsoever about what's going on in their child's school. And they didn't care. Their teachers were the professionals. Why should they care? They're not trained. They don't have a teacher's certificate. That's why we send the kids to school. Um, But little by little, parents across the nation, and not just Christian conservative parents, are waking up to what's going on in their school district. And the more is revealed, I think the more parents are going to be alarmed. Except the far-left liberal parents who really don't want to know what their kids are being taught. They still believe, you know, it's like we have become so dependent upon experts, like cars. I grew up working on cars. My dad and I took transmissions out, put in clutches and throw out bearings and and uh, rebuilt engines. We took engines out. We put engines in. We rebuilt engines. Uh, my dad and I did all kinds of work. And for many years, I did almost all of my auto work. Uh, not anymore. I do brakes. Yeah, I I could still do brakes on most cars, and I, I enjoy that. Well, except when it's cold outside. Other than that, I have to trust the professionals. I don't have the computer diagnostic tools. You know, I I bought one of those code things four or five years ago that you plug in under the steering wheel. You know, it gives you all the codes. I can't make that out. And even if it did tell me, I wouldn't know how to fix it. And so I've come to the place where if the professionals tell me this is what your car needs, I don't have a whole lot of choice but to believe them or get a second opinion. And that's kind of where we have have come with teachers. They're the professionals, and we just trust them. But here's the problem. The uh, teachers for the most part, certainly not all, lean heavily to the left. Here's just another illustration, and if you're a regular listener, you know I bring you at least two to three times every single week an article similar to this. This time it's in Fort Collins, Colorado. It was discovered by a parent that the school district had a policy. Don't tell parents when a child comes out as transgender, non-binary, 
homosexual, lesbian, don't tell the parents. It's okay to call the child who is a he, a she at school. It's okay to allow a boy to dress up in a dress at school. Just don't tell the parents. And so some parents found out about it and confronted the school in Fort Collins, Colorado. And the school said, oh, well, um, um, no, no, we don't, we never lie to parents. Here's the bottom line. Emails were discovered between the assistant principal at one of the elementary schools. This is an elementary school in Fort Collins, Colorado. And authorities within the school district, including the uh, equity officer. And the the assistant principal says, what, 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 do we, what do we do about this? Am I required to tell the teachers? Bottom line, only if they ask. You, you, you mean... I can keep this a secret from parents unless they ask? Yes. In fact, we prefer that you keep it a secret from the parents unless they ask. If they ask, yeah, you have to tell them, but only if they ask. The assistant principal said, well, I want to support the student, but I want to be covered legally, so I want a more definitive answer. And that's where the equity officer and the LGBTQIA coordinator, yes, they have an LGBTQIA coordinator in the school district, and came up with the official policy. Try your best to keep it a secret from the parents. If they come out and specifically ask, tell them. But not unless they ask. Wow. Hey, folks, have a wonderful evening, but please remember whose you are. Listen. Listen. Think. Think. Discern. Discern. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.